Howdy. Welcome back to CCC Hardcore, the best place on the internet to find stories of the California Conservation Corps. I'm your host, George Parker, former Backcountry Corps, Delmar Crew Leader, and Delta C1. We'll be continuing this week with stories from last year's Backcountry Trails debriefing recorded at Camp Manor, California, outside Yosemite National Park. And so with that, let's dive right into the interviews. Okay, so your name? Jessica Wormus. And you are on which crew? Inyo. Inyo, okay. What'd you do before Backcountry? I've been in the seas, uh, and I've been at the Placer Center. Okay. I'm an Orange Hat currently, All right. All so right. a crew leader too. Cool. So you've been there a little bit. Yeah. All right. Is, actually, I'm. I just started my third year in the CCC. Okay. So if I wanted to, I could stay a whole nother year. All right. But I'm probably just going to finish out this year and mm-hmm. then move on, travel the world. All right. Yeah. That's a pretty good goal. Um, what kind of projects did you do at Placer? Um, we did a lot of fire suppression. Uh, specifically, I was on uh, Fire Crew 2. Okay. And we worked with Cal Fire, so we did um, a lot of work on different established um, grounds for Cal Fire. And uh, did a lot of, we even did like a little bit of water restoration, uh, stream bed restoration, I mean. Okay. And just a lot of preparation for fire okay. and, and mitigating that. All right. So. so what made you decide to try for the backcountry? Uh, it was actually the original reason I wanted to be in the CCC. All right. Uh, when I went to the orientation interview little slideshow thing about the whole entire CCC, mm-hmm. uh, I saw the pictures for the backcountry trails program, and that was immediately what influenced me to join this whole last few years of my life. Okay. So you invested a little bit before you got here, though, huh? Yeah. Okay. Invested in, in this, and then while I had to wait, because when I got into the seas, about a month after starting for myself, they had the orientation presentation mm-hmm. for the Backcountry Trails program, mm-hmm. and um, since I'd only been in the seas for a month, I wasn't able to apply. Okay. We have to have a minimum of three months of experience in the seas mm-hmm. to be able to apply. Yeah. And uh, so I had to wait a whole year. Right. right. And while I waited, I was offered to be on the fire crew. Okay. And from there, I just focused on my promotions and, or, you know, moving up in rank um, on adapting and growing in my leadership and, uh, just my general working with tools. I had no idea how to use any hand tools okay. prior. All right. What did you do, What did you do before the seas? Uh, before the seas, I was actually just um, living in the Bay Area um, in a housing program mm-hmm. and uh, working in a kitchen. And I had worked in food for the last six years prior. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that job, I lost the job because uh, they sold the establishment without telling anyone Mm -hmm. and so I was just uh, without a job and soon to be without housing because of how the program worked and so found myself almost in that space and I didn't want to be there anymore Mm -hmm. so I applied to the seas all right it worked out pretty well yeah all right very well so where were we at in Yosemite Oh, not you. No, Inyo. 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 Yeah, we were in the Inyo National Forest, and we were at Bishop Pass. Okay. That was our main project. Mm-hmm. And for the three or so months that we were actually 
in that part of our season was really hard. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it was really good, though. Well, my next question is, what was the biggest challenge that you had while you were back there? Um, for myself, it was accepting my limitations of what my body can do and loving what, I, what I'm capable of, mm -hmm. even if I can't, like, roll a, a 50-pound boulder and others can easily. Mm -hmm. It's just accepting that and finding ways to use the tools around me. So, uh, like, a really hard thing I had for a while is figuring out how to use the rock bar. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, damn. Yeah, no, no I'm like, this, is, this is great. I love this tool. <laughs> yeah. It's great. All right. Way more leverage. Yeah. So you can do a lot with just a piece of steel, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what surprises did you have when you got back there? You'd been thinking about the backcountry for a year before you went. Were you surprised by anything? I was surprised at. Well, they told us originally it was only going to be a week of storms, and it turned out to be like a great big monsoonal season of good straight month of storm oh. maybe a month and a half mm -hmm. and so it was just like <laughs> that surprised me the weather because mm -hmm. it was in the middle of summer and it was like downpour every yeah. day yeah. and lightning and it was crazy but uh, it was beautiful and seeing the biggest mudslide I've, I could probably ever see in my life wow. and it was just in the middle of this lightning storm that was that was something I never thought mm -hmm. I would ever see yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> what were, what's what is, what's the most memorable like weekend hike that you took? Mm, uh, probably a hike up to a peak called Agassiz, mm -hmm. which is right by Bishop Pass, mm -hmm. and it's uh, almost it's close to fourteen thousand, but it's mm -hmm. not. It's just it's a bit under it. I don't remember the exact mm -hmm. number, but. That? Just enough that you can't say it's a 14. Yes, right. I can't say that. And that's okay. Yeah. I'll do that one day. Okay. But um, that was great, even though it was only a day hike technically. Mm -hmm. um, just going up with the folks that I was with, my, my friends that I was with, and seeing a particular friend get up to the top first and down first. Right. It was really cool. And right. uh, being up there, and that was actually the second go around of being on that peak okay. this season. So. And that's actually one of the great things about being in the backcountry. You've got such a head start into the mountains already that a hike like that can just be a day hike. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was good. It yeah. was, honestly, could could even make it a day hike outside. Okay. We weren't too far from the trailhead. Okay. We were like five miles, yeah. I think, from, yeah. from our camp. Yeah. Um, so where are you going to go from here? From here, uh, I've applied to... Wildland, um, U.S. Forest, U.S. Forest Service, um, firefighting for next season in El Dorado, and um, I've just got an oh. offer to be a supervisor in Civic Corps in Oakland. Okay. So, I'm, <laughs> I have options, and All I'm right. continue continuously looking and like thinking about the different options. I I want to stay in conservation. I want to pursue that and Good. bring awareness. All right, cool. Yeah, but first traveling. Got to travel. All right. Um, do you have any takeaways from the season? To learn to love myself and every part of me, even my weirdo self. All right. Just accepting that and loving it. All right, cool. Yeah. Any words of wisdom for anybody thinking about joining the backcountry? Ooh. Uh. 
Words of wisdom for those of you who are debating it, just do it. It's No one can really explain it. Um, you just have to go to experience it yourself. And every experience is different and unique, so be prepared for your own magical, unique experience. Just be prepared. There's a lot. Right on. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. That was Jessica Wormes, uh, a Placer Center crew leader, too, uh, on the 2018 Inyo Backcountry Trails crew. She joined the seas without any really experience with hand tools at all. She worked on the fire crew with Cal Fire, did a season on the backcountry, and now she's got all sorts of experience. And you heard that she's got, she, she had options for this year. Crew supervisor with Civic Corps in uh, Oakland, which I think used to be called the East Bay Conservation Corps. Uh, firefighting with the U.S. Forest Service. Uh, so after spending some time with the CCC, uh, Cormorants typically leave with, with a bunch of options. Now we'll move on to our next interview. All right, and your name? James Lander. James Lander. And what crew are you on? Uh, Kings Canyon, um, 2018. All right. Um, what did you do before the backcountry? Uh, I was a college student, failed a couple of institutions, uh, and then I joined the California Conservation Corps Reading Center. Okay. What did you do at Reading? I was on Terrence Johnson's crew, uh, focusing on trail uh, building during the spike seasons, which is summertime, but then uh, fuel reductions in the wintertime, and fish habitats, just natural resources, jobs. All right. Yeah. Cool. So what made you want to do the backcountry? Well, I filled out of school twice, and I was frustrated, and I kind of just Googled. I love hiking, so I just Googled trail work, and the California Conservation Corps popped up on Google. I worked on my brother's home, re- helping him fix it up and stuff, so I, I knew I enjoyed seeing projects get finished and not just classroom work, so I wanted to get my hands dirty again and just Googled trail work and found, found the California Conservation Corps. Okay. Yeah. Right. So where did you go in Kings? Uh, we started at Front Country, so it's called Lewis Creek Campsite. It's an old trail crew campsite. And then we would do the Front front Country trails off, off of Kings Canyon. Don Cecil's one. Um, then there was actually a blowout with the, they, the last season had a high water season. So I think I believe it's called Comb Creek, but it runs into Lewis Creek. It's north of our campsite, and we did a reroute slash just fixing it up over there. And then we eventually went to Junction. Our first backcountry camp was Junction Meadows, and we spent a couple of months there, mm-hmm. I believe, just doing miscellaneous uh, maintenance and tri- uh, rock work. And then eventually we went to Charlotte Lake uh, as our furthest backcountry camp. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. All right. Were there any surprises for you during the season? Um, anything that you didn't expect, I mean, you're sure you had some ideas of what the Bay Country was going to be like. Was there anything that made you go, man, I didn't didn't think it was going to be that? Yeah, I really thought it was going to be less structured than the seas, but then it actually is more structured because they have to keep us more safe. And, uh, and I mean, it's there were 17 of us to start with, and I understand now with the wide range of experience, so we can't just get a NPS radio and say good luck and can do anything we want on the weekends. So that was kind of a rude awakening for me. Uh, but then that just taught me more. That taught me more 
you know, patience, and okay. I um, built more relationships with the crew. All right, cool. So, yeah. What was your biggest challenge? Biggest challenge would be the, there's a wide range of individuals, and that's what makes this program great, is because it, it has a wide range of individuals, and we have to work together, but, I mean, it would be tough sometimes when I just, following the following the structure, uh, following that, uh, be patient with everyone. So, yeah, following the um, structure and just the, how we, it's just different, the community essentially. So, okay. and then, but yeah, and it wasn't even that hard. It was just challenging at some okay. times. What would you say was your hardest day there? Um, physically, there was no, I mean, physically, I, I would say uh, a weekend when we went to Bench Lake, some of the, the more intense guys kind of ran me in the ground, which is, I love. I mean, it was good, healthy for me. Besides, the most like difficult day would be, I would say it was at the beginning of the season. All the things that I, ex- backcountry wasn't exactly what I, you know, everyone has a fairy tale image of backcountry and it wasn't that. And um, my girlfriend hadn't left for her road trip yet. So I thought in the back of my head, hey, it's not too late. I could just end this and go on a road trip with my girlfriend. So yeah, that was probably first three weeks into the season was my hardest, like mental, emotional uh, time. Yeah. Okay. So where do you go from here? I'm going to go back to the California Conservation Corps Reading Center. Just buy time. I enjoy the work. I enjoy it does help young adults, which I believe uh, in the mission. And then eventually go back to college for civil engineering uh, at Chico State is my game plan. If I didn't get in there, I would do Humboldt State Environmental Science. But yeah. All right. Um, Any words of wisdom for people who might be thinking about joining? Just be very fluid and um, and just understand that don't think you deserve anything by getting in here. I mean, if they tell you to brush, you brush. If you they tell you to work with an individual that you don't like, you work with an individual you don't like. I mean, you don't deserve anything. Uh, this is just the beginning of trail work. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. If you see sponsors doing something, they've done their time. Doesn't mean shit. You have to do your time. So, yeah. All right. All right. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, this backcountry trails program is an amazing program that should be expanded nationwide. So we're talking about Glacier. I mean, Zion, Utah. I mean, everywhere. I think it needs to be funded even great greater than it is now. It's great. It's awesome. Anyone who says it's too dangerous doesn't understand the outdoors. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thanks. I appreciate it. That was Reading Corner James Lander uh, with the Kings Canyon crew. And another motive that people have for uh, going to the backcountry is just as a change of pace from their routine. Uh, they might seem stuck in a rut and uh, just want to do something different. Uh, so James just said, hey, um, I'm going to Google trail work. And he came up with the Conservation Corps and the Backcountry Trails Program. And he had a great summer. And I had a uh, contact with James not too long ago. Uh, this summer, he's going to be doing some hiking on the John Muir Trail and plans to get back to school this fall uh, to continue his civil engineering degree. And now we hear from another Redding Corps member. So your name is? Nicole Decker. Nicole Decker. 
And um, you're on which crew? Yosemite 2. Yosemite 2. And what did you do before the backcountry? I was in the CCC at the Reading Center. Okay. Yeah, and then before that, just cooking in kitchens and doing other random jobs. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, what made you, I, just looking for a job to join the Seas? I mean, uh, what, what attracted you to it? I'd known about the Seas since I was about 18, and uh, but I never felt like... I was responsible enough to do that kind of job because I knew it would be something that would like be able to like lift me up in life. Mm -hmm. So um, I waited a really long time. I finally decided to join when I was 23 and never looked back. It's right. definitely what I needed. All right. What kind of work did you do in Reading? Um, we did uh, lots of spikes, did some backcountry spikes, mm -hmm. so trail work. What crew were you on? I was on uh, Crew 20, Eric Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Right and um, we did just uh, random local work, like uh, cleaning up, like just walking trails or planting trees on the sides of highways and mm -hmm. stuff like that. All right. So what attracted you to the backcountry program? Uh, well, when I was in Comet, we heard about the program. They're like, yeah, six months in the wilderness, no showers, like hiking all the time. And I was like, that sounds like it's for me. <laughs> and so I unfortunately had to wait a whole year in the seas before I could apply. Mm -hmm. And I applied and I was just, I was just really happy when I got in. And yeah, I'm really right glad on. I did it. <laughs> right on. So you made it to Yosemite too. Uh, where were you at? In Yosemite? We were in Tiltil Valley. Okay. Yeah, that was our backcountry camp, and then front country we were staying in Hetch Hetchy and just doing the little trails around there. Mm -hmm. All right. What kind of work did you do? Uh, lots of lopping. Yeah. Um, lots of raking. Uh -huh. Lots of shoveling. Yeah. We finally got to do rock projects our last month in backcountry, okay. and we only got one rock project done each, but it was worth it. All right. Cool. Yeah. What was the biggest challenge you found back there? Um, the negative voice in my head telling me I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So I would like be hiking along and my brain would tell me, you can't hike this. You're, you can't hike this. Your body's going to give up. You can't do it. But eventually I got that voice to shut up mm -hmm. and I kept hiking. How did you get I it to shut up? <laughs> just kept doing it anyways. It was basically mostly an yeah. ego thing. Yeah. Uh, my ego was like, no, you can't listen to that voice. <laughs> so right didn't listen to it. Cool. Um, what are some of the cool places that you saw, went to see? Oh, um, Pate Valley, the mm -hmm. petroglyphs. We okay. hiked 42 miles that weekend to get there. Wow. And uh, I can't remember what the switchbacks were called, but they're these giant ones down into Pate Valley, and we went up and down them in one day. They were like, they're, I think they're like five mile long switchbacks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they're brutal. <laughs> um, what surprised you the most when you got to the backcountry? I was half expecting all of it, and then all of it surprised me a little bit at the same time. Um, I think just how much, um, just personally, I think I just surprised myself with, uh, with just the amount of emotions I went through in just short periods of time mm -hmm. uh, about just, like, the program in general, like, really wanting to quit one second and then really wanting to bust my ass another second and then missing home yeah. and then loving it and just all in one day or even a couple hours. Yeah. Um, you know, lots of people on their first season, they experience what they call the wall. Did you have that moment or was that kind of like a process that you went through the wall the wall where you you just you're not sure if you're going to be able to finish you're not sure if you even want to finish um and if you can get they say if you can get through that you'll be fine for the rest of the season yeah um my our 
supervisor called that the mid-season lull, I guess, okay. would be a similar one. Okay. So that didn't hit me at all. Mid-season, I was, okay. I was still trucking. I was like, I got this. All right. But, like, close to, like, the end of the season, I was just like, oh, my God. Well, I made it this far. I can't give up anymore, but I really want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. All right. Uh, where do you go from here? Um, well, I'm going to go back to Reading, and I'm going to help clean up the car fire and just do some volunteering for a couple of months and then go back to my center, super grade, and then hopefully next season I'm back in Yosemite being a backcountry cook. Oh, right. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool plan to have. Yep, really yeah, really want to cook. <laughs> right on. Um, any words of wisdom for anybody else that might be thinking about the program? Um, if you want to do this program, if you get in this program, of course you're going to have your own reasons, but definitely put effort and energy into your community, put effort and energy into being an accepting person of others and yourself, regardless if you surprise yourself or other people surprise, other people are going to surprise, surprise you. And, um, just remember to forgive because not everyone's the same in the beginning as they are at the end. Right on. Good words. All right. Anything else you'd like to add? Thanks for being here. All right. Well, that was Reading Corps member Nikki Decker uh, on the Yosemite 2 crew. And a common thing that we're here is one of the biggest challenges to being in the backcountry uh, come from ideas that are planted right in your own head. Um, getting in your head and just questioning yourself and doubting yourself. And the Backcountry Program is a great place uh, to help you learn how to overcome those doubts. And we're also hearing consistently that one of the best things that you can do is, as Nikki said, put energy and effort into your community. It's a big part of the Backcountry Program is learning how to be knit into a community, uh, being a healthy member of a vibrant community in a, in a way that you're not going to find in many other places uh, because there aren't many situations that put you in such close contact with so few people over such an extended period of time. And you are going to find out about a lot about yourself on a backcountry season. Yeah, some things that maybe you didn't want to know <laughs> that you probably should know. Um, and by the end of a successful backcountry season, uh, you're, going to, you're going to grow and you're going to learn how to be part of that uh, vibrant community. Um, I still have a lot of interviews that I want to get through, um, but I don't want to throw too much out into any one program. So I think we're going to do three more episodes, three more interviews uh, in this particular episode. So here we go. All right. So your name is Simon Dextro. Simon Dextro. Yeah. Okay. And you are on what crew? The Trinity Alps Trail Crew. Okay. What did you do before the backcountry? Uh, I was just a graduate student um, looking for where to go where to work next and I was a by for wage I was a produce clerk okay in grocery store alright where at uh, in Missoula Montana oh wow mm -hmm. okay um, so did you get into the Rockies very much oh yeah definitely yeah we're Missoula situated in a, a confluence of three valleys mm -hmm. uh, and so we're surrounded by the Bitterroot Mountains and we get up there all the time it's okay. actually the closest uh, has the wilderness area that is closest to the city limits of any other wilderness area in the country. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So, how did you find out about this program? Uh, my housemate, Nissa, uh, did MCC, and she told me about CCC and all the other programs. She heard CCC was good. Okay, and the MCC is? Montana Conservation Corps. Okay. Yeah. And so, I did a bunch of research. I was looking for, just like, 
some hard job to do, physical labor, or learn how to build trails would be cool. Live out in the woods would be really cool. I love the woods. Uh, and so, yeah, I just did some research in CCC and the Backcountry Trails program popped up, All right. applied, and the rest is history. Um, was the application process difficult? Uh, it was pretty lengthy, but it's kind of reasonable just because, like, all the regulatory hoops they have to jump through and whatnot to mm-hmm. make sure someone's, app, uh, you know, can be hired in the first place. Right. So, okay. I spent a lot of time. I think I made it difficult myself because I spent a lot of time on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that shows because I was accepted. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, so, where were you, where'd you work in uh, Trinity's? Uh, we camped out. So, for the first month, we were at, at a front country camp in Goldfield. Um, and then for the next, for the following three months, we lived in the back country uh, up at Union Creek, uh, right at the base of the trailhead of Lion and Foster Lake and Battle Canyon. Um, yeah, and then after that, we lived in Hobo Gulch for a month or so. Okay. For a few weeks. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, what kind of work did you do? Uh, <clears throat> the bones of trail work. So we built new trails, treaded. So what, what's involved in building a new trail? Uh, so our wilderness manager, Mike McFadden, flagged this route for us, and we approached it and uh, basically walked the route a thousand times back and forth, uh, all the while marking your spot, uh, and you tread the trail, which basically just like dig up the ground and make a little nice little spot to walk on, mm-hmm. uh, and you make sure the path connects to the paths before and after your little section. Um, and also, we had a creek crossing where we uh, did a bunch of rock work, so it's some dry stone masonry. Just chose pick and chose your rocks, fit them in, dug a hole in them, and um, stuff. It's way more technical than uh, digging tread or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this whole time, you're also just like brushing back brush and cutting logs, whatever you got to do to clear up space for the trail. Okay. Um, what are some of the most memorable places that you went to? Oh, man. Uh, our very last weekend, we, myself and a few other people, went up Thompson Peak, which is the tallest spot in the Trinity Alps. Uh, and then at the same, at the, in the same day, went down and went up to Caesars Cap, which is the second tallest spot in the Trinity Alps. That day was amazing because uh, they're they're also situated right above Grizzly Lake, uh, which is this lake, the, uh, the highest lake in the Trinities, I believe, and it's it's a sheer cliff on the other side of it. Um, there's a waterfall that flow it flows over into this big old valley, wow. and it's so beautiful. Um, and a, a few others just offhand, Lion Lake, really cool. We were right next to it, so it was just a little hop, skip, and a jump over. Okay. Um, yeah, those are, those are the ones that really stick out in my mind. I'm sure there are countless meadows full of wildflowers you could just get lost in. And yeah. All right. What was your biggest challenge during the season? My biggest challenge? That's a good question. I, I think it's a two-parter. The, the first was having a super physically intense routine every day. Get up at 4.30, 4.45 a.m. And you're working super hard for the rest of the day until 7 p.m. basically. Combining that with a really intense community atmosphere, I'm really lucky I had the crew I have. They're they're all amazing people, um, but it was not without conflict or drastically uh, different personalities. And so, yeah, that bore its challenges for sure. Okay, yeah. right on. Um, so where do you go from here? Um, 
applied all the trail positions. Um, yeah, figure out what other outdoor positions I can get. Uh, have a college degree, not this under my belt, so I could get uh, a different Forest Service position or a National Park State Service position. Okay, gotta go back to Montana or look around uh, all over the place. I got, might be a vagabond for a second. Okay. Travel around and yeah, figure out a cool place to spend my AmeriCorps scholarship. Um, yeah, and have a fly plane or something. Oh, cool. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Any words of wisdom for anybody who might be thinking about doing the program? Uh, do it. Don't expect it to be easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But it's worth it. Right on. It's very, it's very worth it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was Simon Dykstra from Missoula, Montana, uh, the Trinity crew. Uh, Missoula is up in the mountains itself. It's near the Continental Divide. Uh, like you heard Simon say, he's got a, there's a national forest that comes down pretty much right to city limits. Uh, so he's used to the mountains and the high country and the outdoors. But even when you're coming from that sort of an environment, you're still going to find challenges on a backcountry trail crew. Uh, just because the conditions are going to be different from what you've probably experienced before. Not many people uh, spend the entire summer uh, living out of a backpack. And now we'll be going to Yosemite One. So um, you are? Jessica. Jessica. Spike. Spike. And yep. what crew are you on? Yosemite One. Yosemite One. Yep. And uh, what were you doing before the seas? I did the Eastern Sierra Conservation Corps, the Secchi CC, okay. for two months. Right on. What did you do there? Trail maintenance. Where kind at? Of. Um, we started in Lewis Creek area, the front mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. and then we hiked into Tehipiti, okay. where the dome is and everything, mm-hmm. and we did like some work down there for a month. Okay. What did you do before trails? Forestry. Studying forestry at, oh. up in Humboldt. Okay. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> um, so how'd you find out about, I know how you found out about the CCC Backcountry Program. Yep. How'd you find out about Women in the Wilderness? Um, Women in the Wilderness in the Eastern Sierra Conservation Corps, I learned about through my friend Caitlin, mm-hmm. who I go to school with up in Humboldt, and she did the CCC okay. Backcountry Trails, and she was on King's 2012. Okay. Yeah. And she told me to apply. All right. So, so how was Yosemite? Yosemite was awesome. Right on. It was cool. Yeah. It's still very different from King's, but uh-huh. I still loved it. Um, what, what, kind of, what kind of projects did you do? We just, we did a lot of maintenance on the legendary trails. So we, <clears throat> like, widened and cleared out, what do you call it, opening up the trail mm-hmm. for the four-mile and... Yosemite Falls, Snow Creek, and a few other ones, and we lopped, and we dug drains, and we cleared out stuff, and then we did rock work in the backcountry. Okay. Yeah. Where was your backcountry at? Illouette Creek. Ooh, the yeah. area. Yeah. <laughs> really close, though, yeah. to the front country. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So how was your season? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, I'm nervous. No worries. No worries. <laughs> um, it was really good, though. Um, what was the hardest part for you? I got tendonitis in both of my wrists. First, it was my right wrist, Mm -hmm. and that was really scary because I had to, like, let it heal for two weeks, and they're like, you can't take any more time off or you have to go home. But I think that was the hardest was just, like, dealing with these wrists. Okay. And starting rock work at the same time that the Mm -hmm. wrist problems. Okay. Probably goes hand in hand. Yeah. But, I mean, it was cool to overcome it because they heal. Yeah. And as long as you take care of them. Yeah. Okay. You learn how to deal with it. Right on. Um, 
was there anything that you encountered that you didn't expect mm. that took you by surprise? Um, I guess just learning how to deal with crew conflict, like some things that happened on our crew, like shocked me a lot. Mm-hmm. Things I wouldn't expect to happen, but we all like figured it out and came back together. <clears throat> That's a big part of the back injury program. Is yeah. The community. Yeah. yeah learn, you really learn a lot about a lot about community. Yeah. Out of backcountry crew. And <laughs> how to not get sick of each other. Yeah. yeah. What, what kind of stuff did you do on the weekend? What kind of recreational stuff did you do? Or oh, hike, hikes and stuff. Where'd you go? What's your favorite spot that you went? We went to Red Devil Lake. Mm-hmm. I really loved that. We went on a forty-five mile. Um, weekend, like two and a half days, and we cross country a lot of drainages, and then we came over Red Peak Pass at midnight, under the full moon, and it was so cool because it like lit up the whole like valley area. Wow. Well, not the valley, but like little Yosemite Valley and all that. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. Oh my gosh, that was like the coolest thing I've done. And then wow. right we hiked till like two thirty in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I've ever done that. (laughs) Yeah, it was tiring, but really cool. It was the only way we'd make it back in time. Okay, right on. Um, Any words of wisdom for anybody else thinking about, possibly thinking about joining the program? Ooh. Um, To not give up. No matter how much you want to, like, quit at certain points, to just keep going and live it day by day. Because it's like, I couldn't imagine if I quit. I'd really regret that. And, like, the experience overrides any, like, emotional thing you're feeling in that moment mm-hmm. will pass. Yeah. So, just, right like, on. get over it. <laughs> right on. Um, anything else you'd like to add? Anything else you'd like to say to people possibly listening to a podcast about the backcountry? Mm, join. <laughs> I think everybody should join <laughs> and experience right. it, especially if you're interested in, like, working in the outdoors. Because right. it's, like, the best, best way to get out there. All right, cool. Well, thanks. Yes. So that was Jessica Spike on Yosemite One last year uh, from Eureka, California. And we just heard recently that Jessica got hired on by the National Park Service in Yosemite to work a trail season this year. So congratulations, Jessica. Okay, so you are? Andres Rodriguez. Okay, and the, you were on which crew? The Klamath and Stanislaus. We call ourselves Afklamistan. All right. Yeah. Klamathstan? Afklamistan. Afklamistan. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what did you do before Bad Country? Before Bad Country, I was an orange hat at the Inland Empire Center. Okay. Um, what did you do before the seas? Before the seas, I was a manager of Subway. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What made you join the seas? Um, I figured... I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something out there that I didn't wasn't comfortable with. And um, I was just like, oh, you, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, which way can I help people? I want to, I was like, fire, you know, firefighting. So I did, um, I did, I did, I was going to the seas to do uh, the fire center, mm-hmm. to the fire center in Ukiah. Okay. So I did one year in Ukiah and then two years in Inland. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what made you try to want to do backcountry? Um, every, my, the supervisors I've met, I've been very, very like lucky to get um, the greatest supervisors from like um, Jesus Ruiz to John Goodwin to okay. John Lugo mm-hmm. and now Sean McGrath 
I feel like I've worked with like the greatest of the greats and it was just like they were just like backcountry is what we did and I was like okay so I didn't really have like a father figure growing up so I looked at my supervisors as like you know it's like the bond I wish I would have had wow. with with my dad so I was like um, I, I, it looked it felt like something more was there when I joined the seas right on cool so where were you uh where were you guys at? It sounds like you moved around a bit. Yeah, yeah, we did one month in Happy Camp mm-hmm. in um, the Siskiyou Wilderness, and then we did two months in the Emigrant Wilderness, and that's in, in Stanislaus, and then we did two more months in the Marble, Marble Mountain Wilderness. Okay, what kind of work did you do? Um, we started off with, we actually started off with the reroute, um, and off the Kelsey Trail, mm-hmm. um, and we did. Uh, it was just cutting new tread, um, pretty much a dozer line. There was a big fire a couple years ago in 2016, mm-hmm. and um, it cut straight through a historic trail. And um, so they went straight through the the historic trail. So we had to redo it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was good. Uh, we did a bunch of a bunch of maintenance, mm-hmm. and then when we got to the Stanislaus. Um, we figured out that that was where the rock work was at. Okay. So, um, how'd you like rock work? It was great. Right on. Great. I loved it. Um, I did. I, when I first got in the seas, um, I didn't know anything about trails, so I started doing rock work right once I started, um, right out of Comet. Oh, I wow. did. Um, I went straight into a, a spike where it was just nothing but rock work, and uh, I was like, okay, this is like this is legit fun, <laughs> and um, and then I did my fire season. I was like, I think I like trails way more than fire. <laughs> so um, I'm sticking it out with trails from now on. Um, and then I went, when I transferred to Inland Empire, um, we did the Fuller Ridge and San Jacinto spikes, um, redoing the PCT up there. Yeah. And um, there was just nothing but rock work. Wow. Nothing but rock work up there. So wow. I, and then I just stuck it out with trails after that. Yeah. Right on. Rock. What's some memorable places that you've been to? <sighs> memorable places. Let's see. Bear Lake in the Siskiyou Wilderness mm-hmm. was our first lake that we went to. And it was just like when, like all the things that you imagine when you think of like a lake in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was it was great. And then uh, Iceland Lake and Ridge Lake in the Stanislaus. There was like some, some like, you had to cross country to get there. Mm-hmm. It was like in the middle of just granite all around you. And the bottom was just granite. And it was like the clearest water I've ever seen wow. in my life. And wow. It was just straight snow melt and it was beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. What challenges did you have in the backcountry? Challenges. Honestly, I bought too good of a sleeping bag and didn't want to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was a, uh, but a major challenge for me was like um, leaving, leaving family behind. Mm-hmm. Um, especially my mom. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a big, big challenge. And, um, I guess our supervisor Sean made it very, very easy. Like um, right. he to have he him, our cook Tong, mm-hmm. and our sponsor Sarah. They were just they'd been working together for so long that they knew the ins and outs. They knew how to do it, and they worked very well together. And okay, they made it very, very, very easy to to accommodate all of us and um so if it wasn't for them i think we it would have been a terrible season (laughs) but um we would have been like a ball of just mess all over the place but they kept it in order and we had a fabulous season right on right on so where do you go from here from here i'm going back to san Jacinto wilderness and uh, 
continue doing trails. Okay. Um, I figured that's that's my calling right now is just getting people to see these places that that I love and cherish. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Um, any words of wisdom for anybody words who might want to be thinking about doing backcountry? Get out of your comfort zone. Be vulnerable. Okay. Um, let people in. I had the challenge. That was a big challenge for me, um, letting people in and telling people my story, where I came from, and understanding. I live, I live by testimony. Like I want to hear your story, and then I want, I want to know where you came from. I want to know why you're here. How did you end up here? What are some challenges that you had that shaped your personality today? Yeah. And um, so, one thing that my supervisor did was like he made all of us say our life stories, our autobiographies, mm-hmm. and I appreciated it a lot. Because you've got to understand why people are the way they are. Right on. Right on. Sounds like a great season. Very good. Anything else you'd like to add? Take every opportunity you can. That was Andres Rodriguez with the Klamath crew. Andres' path had come a long way. Uh, he's done a lot of trails before he actually got to the backcountry. Uh, met several backcountry su- supervisors, former backcountry supervisors, um, and got motivated to do trails. And it sounds like he's going to continue on in that vein. And uh, in one respect, Andre sounds like a man after my own heart. Um, he says that he, he he lives by testimony. He wants to hear your story. And, you know, uh, he's not the only one that wants to hear your story. I want to hear your story, too. And everybody who listens to these podcasts want to hear your story. So I invite everybody, if you are in the California Conservation Corps, whatever aspect of the program that you're in, uh, whether you're a backcountry, firefighter, energy program, fisheries, um, whatever you did, a regular grade crew, if you were a clerk specialist, um, whatever you did, you have an important story uh, that deserves to be told. And I would like to help you tell that story. And there are several ways that you can contact me to tell that story. You can send me an email at grinningdwarf at gmail.com. Uh, you can get in contact with me through our, through the Facebook page, CCC Hardcore. You can send me a message through the Facebook page. That'll work. Or you can send me a text or leave me a voicemail on my phone. It's uh, 530-410-4683. And I'm pretty rural here. I don't have great cell reception. That's probably going to go to voicemail if you call. Um, make sure that you leave a voicemail. Leave a message. Uh, tell me who you are. When you were in the seas, kind of what you did a little bit, and I will get back to you. Uh, Definitely want to tell your stories. And that'll wrap up this edition of CCC Hardcore. Um, I'm your host, George Parker, former Backcountry Corps member, Donor Crew Leader, Delta C1. And I look forward to the next time we can tell you some stories from the CCC. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention that the views expressed in this podcast represent those of the host and the guests and do not necessarily represent the views of the California Conservation Corps or its sponsors. Um, And so uh, we'll we'll be going out today uh, back with our Boogie Part 1 by the Tall Pines. That was the uh, intro music, and there'll also be our outro music. Um, So until next time, hey, Bob, don't worry about it. We got this. (laughs) 